This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You may initially think of this next story as a Vancouver story, but actually it's about anyone who ever drives into the city and the route that they take. So you know what? That's probably you, no matter where you live in Metro Vancouver. It will also impact anyone who goes to the new St. Paul's Hospital once it's all said and done. What's happened is that Vancouver City Council is debating a number of recommendations on the future of Prior Street. Now, this is that narrow road that connects to the Georgia and Dunsmuir viaducts from East Vancouver. It's kind of used as an arterial route. We're going to talk more about the potential for what's going to happen here with the help of our next guest. That's Pete Fry, Vancouver City Councillor. Councillor Fry, thank you so much for being back with us. Good morning, Simi. So what's on the table here for Prior Street? What's being discussed? Well, I should add, it's, it's no longer really discussed. We made a decision last night at Council to formally downgrade Prior Street to a collector road and to... Uh, uh, move some of the truck traffic off Prior Street and start focusing that more onto Malcolm and National Avenues in anticipation of, of the hospital coming and the anticipation of the uh, twinning of the Burrard Inlet Line. And we've also approved uh, the creation of an underpass to serve the new uh, uh, collector road uh, at the new rail line uh, should the rail company wish to pay for that. So at no cost. Okay, and so... How is that going to work then? So I know Prior is right now the one that goes, you go to Venables and you get on and onto the viaduct and you're in downtown, right? That's right. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's a de facto arterial, but it was never actually intended to be an arterial. It was part of a larger freeway scheme when they built the, the viaducts in the, in the 1970s. And at the time, the community fought a larger freeway plan. Uh, they managed to stop the freeway, but they weren't able to stop the construction of the viaducts, which was a separate uh, federal funding stream. So we were left with viaducts that dumped onto, instead of a highway, dumped onto uh, a local collector road, uh, which isn't wide enough really to accommodate a full arterial. And so the decision yesterday is to return the road to a collector road, uh, which is essentially the difference between an arterial and a collector for for your listeners. An arterial is is a commuter road that takes uh, travelers through an area, and a collector is a a, a local-serving road. So it would essentially pick up traffic that is coming to the area or leaving the area. Right. This is going to affect a lot of people because I think a lot of people take that route where they come down Clark Drive, they turn left onto Pryor, and they head into downtown. So now what is the route that you're thinking and planning for people to take? Well, that's 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 where the work of our engineering staff will come in, and they're going to do some more detailed analysis about where they're going to uh, shunt traffic. I mean, one of the big challenges for that route right now is uh, the the opening up of the Burrard Inlet Line. So in the last two years, CN Rail has expanded use of that that rail line, and it's led to some pretty significant blockages, and it leads to a lot of backed up traffic. Uh, CN has applied and uh, has received permission from Transport Canada to twin that line. So there's going to be even more rail traffic. So that's prompted conversation about how we deal with with that arterial connection. And the decision we made last night at, at, at Council is that we're not going to be putting an arterial in that location. Okay, so what is going to happen then? Well, so the anticipation is that the, the arterial traffic that is currently going through that location will be picked up through other routes, so notably Powell, Hastings, Terminal. Uh, and, and drivers will probably end up, I mean, when we're talking about commuters coming in from outside of town, they'll start, 
start looking at alternate routes altogether. And again, that's where the engineering sort of analysis comes in. So do you see it then as kind of dispersing traffic, like north of Pryor Street? Uh, Or south. I mean, it depends where where commuters are coming in from, really. So what's going to happen essentially is when the viaducts come down, because this is also connected to the removal of the viaducts. And once the viaducts come down, it'll create a whole new road network. Uh, and, and the attraction of traveling on the viaducts won't really be there because it'll be an at-grade road with traffic lights and the like. So many commuters may well choose to, to take Broadway to Camby, for instance, to get to downtown, depending on where they're coming from. Right. Okay. And how is the new St. Paul's Hospital going to impact all this as well? Uh, well, this is this gives some, uh, some direction to the St. Paul's have been sort of waiting in limbo to see what the outcome of this decision is. They have uh, sort of a plan A and a plan B, and this will allow them to, they're actually, immediately after the vote we had last night, we we uh, sent uh, the St. Paul's rezoning to public hearing. So that'll be coming up in about three to four weeks and have a more full dis- fulsome discussion about the future plans for St. Paul's. But a lot of the access for St. Paul's will be really coming from from um, the, the new road work network that they're going to be creating, which is more accessible to Main Street and... Uh, Right. Terminal Avenue. I guess my question that for that, Councillor Fry, then is, so can we really predict what this is going to look like? Because until St. Paul's has nailed down where things are going to go and where the, what the roads are going to look like, is it possible to predict any of this right now? Well, I mean, this, this gives certainty to St. Paul's in their planning. So now they can they can say, okay, we know now what the intention of, of that particular arterial is or is not going to be, because bearing in mind, there was quite a few different options for it putting an arterial in that could have been on Malkin Avenue, which is the, the established right away for, for, a, a high, for a highway, but currently services a lot of the produce terminals who are, you know, undergoing their own uh, growth challenges with, with the land valuation and industrial intensification coming with the hospital. So one of the things that we decided last night was to keep, keep those options open on, on Malkin Avenue in case we need them. Uh, so we'll be retaining the right-of-ways that we have currently, um, and making sure that there are options in the future for for the expansion and growth of industrial intensification along those industrial lands, and at the same time looking at how we can mitigate some of the direct impacts on the neighborhood by moving the, the truck traffic to what we call back of house. So it'll be on the, the south side of the new St. Paul's and accessing Malkin Avenue and then coming up along Raymer into an underpass, if, should, the, should the rail company choose to build that, uh, an underpass that will service the, the eastbound traffic. Right. You you said that twice. Should the rail company choose to build that? How do you know, or when will you know, if the rail company is going to choose to build that? You know, the rail company has has an established strategy for for at-grade separation, and and they'll sort of triage this based on their needs. Uh, I I think it's reasonable to assume that the rail company will want to build this at-grade separation sooner than later because they are expanding that line. And this actually frees us up as a city because we're not on the hook for what is essentially a national transportation strategy. So, of is course, it safe to say, Councillor Fry, that we're not really going to recognize this whole area in, say, like five years? I think St. Paul's would be a massive game changer for, for, for the city at large. And, uh, and we'll see uh, a new downtown. Uh, establish as as downtown moves eastward for sure. So the impact of St. Paul's will be pretty significant on uh, on our entire city and certainly on the east end. So part of this is trying to manage that so that that, that we yeah. have a little bit more certainty around what our 
the future of our city looks like. Okay, so and what of is the next public step benefits then? For everyone. Right. What is the next step here? So what happens now? So from here, we're going to work with our staff to identify some immediate traffic calming stuff. One of the things that came out last night is is reestablishing a 30-kilometer-an-hour zone adjacent to Strathcona Park on Prior Street. So as an arterial, we haven't been able to, to, to nail down a 30K zone. As a collector, we can now r- return it to a, a proper 30K park zone. So that'll be one of the first moves. And then looking at how we manage the the... the the experience. So right now, sidewalks are too narrow and the, the road is too wide for the space that it's in. And it, and it creates some really sort of uh, unsafe conditions. So we're going to be looking at how we can mitigate that in the immediate. And a lot of those changes will start rolling out in the new year. So that, that'll be things like, you know, um, more pedestrian comfort, wider sidewalks, uh, more parking, those kind of solutions will be in the immediate. And then looking at at, at temporary solutions and then, you know, long-term infrastructure, hardscaping stuff like traffic bulges and the like. And, of course, allowing us to accommodate emergency vehicles and and uh, and local bus service, which will still be maintained along that collector route. So, so well, that's going to be really a lot of changes, is, is yeah. It's no longer going to be a commuter route, but it will still be an accessible road. So then how are you going to stop the commuters from using it? Like, it's going to take, I think, a long time to get people used to that, don't you think? Yeah, and that's part of how, how staff are going to pilot this out. I mean, I think the key is that that uh, commuters are going to look for the, the fastest, most efficient way yeah. to get into town. And, and this will no longer be a fast, efficient way. And I would argue that a lot of people have been finding it less efficient over the years anyway. Certainly, um as a local resident on Strathcona, I've often found myself going over the viaduct and then getting stuck on the viaduct because traffic's backed up because of something at the stadium or whatever, and uh, and 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 kicking myself. Why didn't we take the other route? Because this is uh, right. now we're stuck on the viaduct, and that that's happening more often than not. And I think a lot of people are already leaning towards alternate routes. Translink's in, uh, introducing a new um, rapid bus service on Hastings Street. And TransLink's also just expanded the uh, Expo line capacity by a third. So I think, you know, certainly as we move towards things like this new St. Paul's and and the kind of uh, industrial and, and commercial activity that's going to intensify around the area, we'll probably see an uptick in, in transit usage and those kind of connections, increased walk and cycling for more local residents. Right. Well, we'll see how this works. Uh, listen, Councillor Fry, thank you for your time. Hey, my pleasure. Take care. Appreciate that for explaining it all to us because it can get a bit complicated. That's Pete Fry, Vancouver City Councilor.